hi everyone. Thank you for joining me for this extra bonus episode. Sally isn't here for this recording, however please don't think that this is because she doesn't care. She really does care so much. Um, Just luckily coronavirus did not stop Sally's job, whereas it did stop mine and that's why I can sit here and record during a Friday afternoon. I'm here to talk about the excessive use of force by the police in America and the number of black individuals being killed as a result of this excessive force. We both understand that this is not just prevalent in America and that black individuals in almost all Western countries face racism. However, today we are here to talk about the situation happening in America right now. And I'm going to say I wasn't going to say it, but if you think this is too political, then you need to probably stick around more than anyone else so you can educate yourself because this is racism and this is murder. When we were recording our weekly episode last night, Sally and I got to talking about a horrendous video that was circling social media. The video was a 46-year-old George Floyd. He was laying on the ground, gasping for breath, whilst a police officer from the Minneapolis Police Department knelt on his neck. He can be heard saying, I can't breathe, and he can also be heard saying, I'm about to die. The police officer did not remove his knee from George Floyd's neck until the man's body went limp. He knelt on his windpipe for over seven minutes. George was unarmed, he was not resisting arrest, and he was not a threat to these officers. Although this was all captured on video, the offending officer who has been identified as Derek Chauvin has not faced any legal action for the death of George Floyd. The only reprimand he has faced is that he has reportedly lost his job. He's no longer working for the police department, whilst George Floyd lost his life. You do not need us to tell you that this is not the first and will not be the last case of severe and fatal police brutality against black individuals in America. In 2014, six years ago, Eric Garner was arrested by a police officer after they arrested him on suspicion of selling cigarettes from packets without tax stamps. He told the police he was sick of being harassed by them. When they attempted to arrest him, he pulled his arms away. He did not threaten them. He was not armed. A police officer put him in an illegal chokehold. Eric Garner repeated the words, I can't breathe, 11 times. The police officer did not release his chokehold and Eric Garner died. Despite the medical examiner ruling Eric Garner's death as a homicide, a death caused by intentional actions of another person. Officers Daniel Pantaleo and Justin D'Amico did not face criminal charges despite this case going to a grand jury. This was six years ago, and nothing has changed. Black people are still dying as a result of police brutality and the police officers are not being held criminally accountable for their actions. Police brutality in America of course affects people of every race. There were only 27 days in 2019 when the police did not kill someone. However, today we are focusing our attention on the deaths of black people because statistics show that being black in America means you are three times more likely to be killed by the police and this needs to change. Being black should not be a death sentence, but right now it appears that it is. And if you don't believe me, here are some statistics for you. We have taken these stats from the Mapping Police Violence website. They are a wonderful organisation who have created a comprehensive database of police killings in America to quantify the impact that police violence is having on communities. Their website will be linked below, so please do check them out. They really are doing an amazing job at trying to report and shine a light on statistics that are so widely underreported by police departments. Both Sally and I feel very lucky to somehow have a presence in America. We actually have no idea how you guys found out about us, but we love you for listening. So what I've decided to do is show some statistics based on some of the states in America where we have listeners to demonstrate the impact police brutality is having on the black communities in those areas. All statistics discussed are based on data collected from January 2013 through to December 2019. I'm going to discuss the average annual police killings rate 
this rate essentially reflects the chance of being killed by the police. In California, the total amount of people killed by police was 1,190 people. 186 of these people killed were black. The average annual police killings rate for all people was 5.32. The average annual police killings rate for black people was 13.48. That means that being black in California means you are three times more likely to be killed by a police officer. In Ohio, the total number of people killed by the police was 215, with 80 of these people being black. The average annual police killings rate for all people was 3.11, but for black people it was 9.47. In Wisconsin, 111 people were killed by the police. 27 of these people were black. The average annual police killings rate for all people was 3.25, but for black people it was almost four times this at 12.53. In Minnesota, there were 84 people killed by the police, 17 were black. The average annual police killings rate for all people was 2.64, but for black people it was 10.33. And in Pennsylvania, 171 people were killed by police and 58 of them were black. The average annual police killings rate for all people was 2.24, and for black people, the rate was over three times this, at 7.02. I chose these five states just purely off our listener reach. In not one of these states was the average annual police killings rate for black people equal to, close to, or lower than the rate of all people in that state. We also have listeners in North Carolina, Tennessee, New York, Virginia, Michigan, Connecticut, New Jersey, and Oregon. In all of these states, the average annual killings rate for black people is higher than the average annual killings rate for all people. In fact, out of the 52 states in America, only Wyoming, South Dakota, Vermont, North Dakota, Montana and New Hampshire had a lower annual average of black people being killed by police compared to all people in that state. This is only six states out of 52. If you are still not convinced that this is a racial issue, then let me throw a few more statistics your way. In 2015, 36% of unarmed people killed by police officers were black, despite the fact that black people were only 13% of the US population. Unarmed black people were killed at five times the rate of unarmed white people. Out of the 104 cases in 2015 where an unarmed black person was killed by a police officer, only 13 of these cases resulted in the officer being criminally charged. Four of these cases ended in mistrial, or the charges being dropped. Only five cases have resulted in a conviction, with none of the offending officers handed sentences of more than four years in prison. In one case, the death of Matthew Ajibade, Only one of the two officers convicted of his death received jail time, and that officer was allowed to serve his one-year jail sentence exclusively on weekends. Matthew was handcuffed, strapped to a chair, and tased. This is completely inhumane. He did not need to die, and neither did any of the others. We are five years on from these statistics, and nothing has changed. If a surgeon took his scalpel and stabbed a patient to death on his operating table, he would be convicted of that person's murder without a doubt. There is not any other profession where the abuse, the malicious intent to wound and harm people, the unnecessary amounts of force, the illegal use of chokeholds, the continued and lengthy strangulations inflicted on a person, the shooting of unarmed individuals who pose zero threat, the shooting and tasering of unarmed individuals who are complying with police orders, the unnecessary and violent deaths of thousands of innocent people, not one other profession where any of this would be allowed to happen. So why is it tolerated within the police force? the very people whose job it is to protect citizens, protect lives and uphold the law. As human beings, we have a responsibility to help each other and here is what we can do. There are policies that all police forces need to enforce. 
policies that have been tested and have been proven to reduce deaths and reduce the risk of harm. The following policies and data comes from the Use of Force project, a link to which will be below. The policies that need to be rolled out across every state are the requirement that officers must use all other means of apprehension before shooting, the requirement that all use of force must be reported, ban chokeholds and ban strangleholds, implement a use of force continuum to ensure that the correct amount of force is used for each situation, ensure officers de-escalate situations where possible by communicating with subjects and maintaining distance to eliminate the need to use force. Impose a duty on all officers to intervene and stop excessive force when used by other officers. Restrict or wholly prohibit officers from shooting at moving vehicles, a tactic that is incredibly dangerous and very ineffective. Require officers to give a verbal warning before shooting at a civilian. If you live in America, please go to mappingpoliceviolence.org, scroll down to the section that says demand your representatives take action, type in your street address or zip code and find out who your representatives are. You can write to them or email them and request that the above-mentioned policies are implemented into your city's police departments and that legal action is taken against police officers who use excessive force against civilians. Make yourselves heard. They can ignore a few people, but they cannot ignore a tidal wave of people. All the policies we mention will be on Instagram at infraction.thepod, but I'll also put the link to the report down below under the title Police Use of Force Report. There is a petition to get justice for George Floyd to demand the county attorney arrest and charge all four police officers involved in his death. You can find the petition by googling the action-packed justice for George Floyd or click the link below. Anyone can sign up. If you're not from the US, then you can use 90015, which is an LA zip code, or 10001, which is the New York City zip code, when signing. These are also written in the description box. You can also go to justiceforbigfloyd.com and fill out the petition there. Also, you can contact the Minneapolis District Attorney and the Mayor Jacob Frey. These details are below. If you are a black African-American suffering from diminished mental health as a result of the things I've talked about today, or just in general, then please reach out to someone and talk to people about what you are feeling. You are not alone and you do not need to suffer in silence. Beam.community and blackgirlsmile.org are both websites you can visit that specialise in the wellness and liberation of black and marginalised communities. NAMI, spelt N-A-M-I dot org, is America's largest mental health organisation. If you are not American but are suffering, then please go to mind.org. There is so much helpful advice on there for anyone of any race, age or gender, as well as tailored sections to specific communities. I have put all the links that you need in the description box, as well as some other links that relate to everything we've talked about today and other ways you can help out. If you are feeling helpless but want to chip in, then please consider donating to Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, any of the mental health charities I mentioned, or any of the funding sites for victims of these crimes. The police need to be held accountable for their violent and fatal actions, and the punishments these officers face need to fit their crimes. Police officers will continue to exercise excessive force on civilians if they are continuously allowed to get away with it. This needs to change. Together we can make it happen. Check out the links below. Sign the petitions, reach out to your local representatives, make your voice heard, and please look after yourself and one another. Thank you for listening. <laughs>